passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, the back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or on whatever podcast app you listen to. And of course, youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. How are you doing? Hello, postmarks. More importantly, hello, NXT friends. Friends. It's Tuesday night, January 30th. We're recording our Up Next podcast. We're recording our NXT post show. We're going to chat about NXT, the go-home edition for NXT Vengeance Day this Sunday on on the Peacock, on the on the WWE Network. We're we're uh, we're rogue wrestling watchers. Not meaning we don't pay for our wrestling because we do and you should. But network since day one ish. Network, network, baby. Yeah, that, we, that beautiful network UK. Yeah, uh, shout out VPN. So yeah, we're network kids again. And you know, come in another year or so, living in here in Canada, Toronto, we're gonna be Netflix kids all over again. Yeah, yeah. Not that I, I, I mean, I still do have a subscription, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna chat about some NXT and Vengeance Day and everything leading up to Vengeance Day this weekend. Little. Uh, little housekeeping we will be going live after nxt vengeance day this sunday here on this post feed so uh, come hang out if you're watching the show on sunday a rare sunday nxt i prefer sundays yeah Sunday works a lot better for me um yeah i i, I could honestly see more uh ple's moving back to sundays especially if we're gonna have these like weekenders with ufc i can't see ufc moving nights yeah so. oh yeah I could see Sundays becoming more uh, frequent, but I think it it's kind of based on what else is going on a lot of the time. So yeah, but Sundays definitely work for me. So they're going to be doing this. I think they're somewhere in Tennessee, uh, the Clarksville. So this is the last train to Clarksville because it's the go home show for this show. Mm-hmm. So we'll be we'll be live on Sunday night chatting all about that. Uh, we just did a show on our own feed, Poison Rana. Search that in your podcast app or on YouTube. Give us a little subscribe there. Sunday, we chatted all about the Royal Rumble. We gave thoughts on the whole show, but obviously kicked off the show for a hefty amount of time spent on talking about Vince McMahon. Yeah, best part of the first hour, really, giving our thoughts, opinions on the whole um, 
all the Vince McMahon accusations and what a week. Yeah, crazy. it's been crazy. as Triple H. Uh, I think that's what he said. It's what been, a week. It's been an amazing hell of a week. Amazing yeah. week. Yeah. I'd like to look at the positives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you want to hear all our thoughts? We won't kind of uh, regurgitate the same stuff, but go check that show out that we just did, and uh, check out our thoughts on the Rumble, like I said, and uh, everything else going on in the world of wrestling. So lots of Rumble talk because you know we're we're the NXT guys here at Post Wrestling and. Whenever someone from NXT kind of moves on up to the the prosper lands, we like to pour one out. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's cool when we get to see them show up, like at the Rumble. I thought there was some pretty good showings. Like we kind of mentioned it, but from from watching the people we watch every week on the show, we were like, hey, there's a few that don't need to be down in NXT. I'd say those were some of the ones that showed up. Yeah, and um, also having uh, on like. Raw last night, you had a few sort of, there was a like a video package for, I think there was for Andrade, there was one for Jade Cargill, I think. So Andrade and, signed with Raw. Yeah, and then in that whole se- segment with Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce, uh, Nick Aldis was like, oh, hello, Bron. Yeah, so it sorry. looks like Bron's going to SmackDown. I got to talk to Bron Breaker. Tiffany Stratton not on the show tonight. Uh, Roxanne Perez, obviously she's in the, the women's title match. On Sunday, can definitely see her getting a call up as well. But I think something that's been better uh, since it's kind of been Triple H on main roster and Sean is the crossover. They let people finish up stuff as well, you know? So you might have, like, Carmelo Hayes is, is pretty much a SmackDown roster member now. He's been yeah. on it for the last month or so while still doing his NXT program. Gone are the days of, you know, all right, sorry, we want to call up the Viking Raiders now. All right, well, better just vacate the championship and that uh, kind of thing. Yeah. So I think we've moved on from that. So I'd certainly see your Bronze, your Tiffany's, your Roxanne's probably wrapping up their stuff in NXT. It's, it's a strange time because you'd imagine with WrestleMania and all that, like you have your road to WrestleMania, like tour of house shows that mm. it's all the people that are going to basically, you know, be on Raw and SmackDown and WrestleMania and you're it's not a normal time to bring up people, right? It, it isn't, no. But maybe this is, it's it's kind of a, a different era now in the company. And maybe, you know, someone like a Bron Breaker debuting him in a big program in um, on the main roster, on a WrestleMania, right away he feels like a player. Yeah. Rather than doing the hot, like, raw after Mania crowd and then maybe dip after that. But I, I think you'll still get some call-ups. I think there's other people who've been kind of chilling in NXT far too long at this point as well. So yeah. uh, definitely like the, the additions of like Andrade and Braun and stuff in the main roster, it does freshen things up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm super excited to see those those people show up in, in the Rumbles. And I, I feel like there's a bunch of people in this crop that they have right now of NXT that will become big stars in WWE main roster and like once people just got a glimpse of Braun Breaker they were like whoa once people got a glimpse of Jordan Grace they're gonna be like whoa wait a second maybe I gotta watch TNA like it works like Mm. that right when you get a first impression and you do somewhat improve I know Braun was only in there technically for like four or five minutes but did like the most he made an impression though and on Raw yesterday they I'm pretty sure they did a video package for him as well just highlighting this guy and yeah uh, I see huge things for Braun Breaker I really like see the sky's the limit for this guy i think he's very all-rounded and is definitely a a success story of this whole 2.0 era you know like he was the first real main event in 2.0 wasn't he um 
So yeah, he they've done a great job with him, and I, I'm excited to see. And especially, and I think we'll get on. We'll talk about kind of WrestleMania card, kind of maybe changing a little. But uh, you know, if if we're not going to see Brock in this company anymore, I think Bron is a like more than adequate replacement for him. Yeah, he's know? like Kurt As Angle in, and Brock Lesnar like put together yeah. almost. It's it's pretty he's he's definitely he's ticking off all the boxes. I see stars for him. I see money for WWE with Braun Breaker. Will they just keep him that name forever or Why not? Yeah. Thanks. Braun Steiner. Rick Steiner hasn't had the best press in the yeah. last year, has he? <laughs> like I don't know. I I yeah. like Braun Breaker now. It's yeah. it's goofy to start with, but most names are Breaker. like what is a Triple H, you yeah. know? Uh, but now I think it works. He does the whole break-in thing and stuff. So, yeah, yeah why not? Uh, so we're going to chat about NXT. Again, search Poison Rana in your feed. F- find all the other shows that we do on there. Uh, we do Shot in the Dark every week with John Ceno talking about f- everything else in the world of wrestling in 15 min- minutes or less. And he'll fill you in on all the stuff that you may or may not watch and give his little opinions and bits and bobs. And we have a Patreon as well. Support your small-time creators as Davey and I do lots of podcasting during the week this week on our patreon we looked back at the royal rumble 2001 which was uh pretty fun to go back we we then watched a few other it inspired us to then later that night go and watch uh a bunch of more rumble you get in the mood when it's rumble season right we're not alone on that i know other people people did it uh wait you won the rumble pool Right? I did, yeah. Yeah, what, have you uh, bought yourself anything nice? Uh, I bought Graham's tab. Yeah, nice. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw you bought a, a steak sandwich the other day, so there you go. You bought something for. I yourself. did, yeah. That wasn't great. Oh, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't a twenty dollar oh. sandwich for right. sure. Right, but um, damn. Okay. Yeah, just investing. You know, we're on the road to WrestleMania, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every little helps of getting less and less in the minus. Every, every little helps. Yes, we are on the road to WrestleMania, and if you want to help, send us to WrestleMania. Get yourself the gift that keeps on giving. Support us by going to Patreon.com/slash/PoisonRana. Uh, we we have a bunch of wrestling related shows coming out in the next little while. I know we're going to be recording a Was Next, where we're looking at the episode of NXT March sixth. Post of arrival. 2014. Yeah, it's the the next show after arrival. They did do like on TV the week after, like a highlights version. So yeah. we're skipping that, obviously. And yeah, this kind of Adrian Neville's like party, you know, yeah. like coming out party as the champion. So that show's coming out later this week. But we also have a show called Up Yours, where family member patrons get to pick stuff and then we review it and we bring them on and talk about it. And Howie Nishi has selected some great picks over the oh, years. Yeah. If you ever want to go back to our through our archives, some reviews of The Karate Kid is one of them that comes to mind. So well, kind three, All three of three them. Three of them. Oh, right. <laughs> all three of them. Yeah, that's right. So kind of sticking with the theme of fighting, I guess. Some karate, you could say, maybe. We're going to be looking at Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill Volume 1. This is our first Tarantino film we're talking about. I think I so, think. Yeah. yeah. We, we once... Upon a moon, we're like, probably during pandemic when we were like, what could we do to keep ourselves from going crazy? I think we were like, hey, what if we did all of Tarantino's movies? Which mm-hmm. were like, they're very, they're really long mm-hmm. um, and they're great, I, I, I'd say, but we just didn't, uh, do, we just yeah. dis- dis- No, I'm, I'm, I haven't actually seen this film. You've never before. seen Kill no. Bill? Wow, okay, yeah. I definitely love, I, I like both of them, but part one to me is like... That's what I've heard. I, yeah. I heard... I remember my brother going to see it when it came out. I was like, yeah. wow, part one was excellent. And so part two was like, oh, it was good. It's good, but just doesn't, you know, there's there's a few Tarantino movies that are like, 
I'd say better than part two, but part one, if someone's like, that's the one for them, I, I totally would. Listen. It's, it's really good. So I know you'll enjoy it. We're going to be reviewing that tomorrow. So get your feedback in if you're a fan of that. And hey, maybe you want to pick certain things. You can become a family member uh, tier as well, like Howie and pick stuff. Because I know we have a few great picks coming down the line. So we're getting to, through to our uh, family members. Yeah, very uh, up yours heavy month on the Patreon, uh, getting through some of your picks. Um, I think we're going to be talking about Battle Royale 2 this month. <laughs> we had our Japanuary last year right. where we talked about Battle Royale 1 That's on the road to the Rumble. Yeah. So uh, uh, Dan Reed has chosen Part 2. Excellent. As well, yeah, you? can't wait to talk about that as well. So And The Crow. And The Crow, damn, yeah. we got some crazy The Crow moves. as we're heading into uh, Sting Month as well, right? So. And we'll be doing a Best Match Ever Sting as well. So, hey, support us. Five bucks a month to become a friend. Go check out all the other podcasts that we do. And uh, let's keep how we keep the lights on. And how we will uh, buy cheesesteak sandwiches in Philly. Yes. Another way you can support us is chop-tees.com. Um, Slash Poison Rana. Yes. Um Brayden is sporting one of uh, Dickie's great uh, hoodies right now, which is going off sale tomorrow. So if you want uh, an Okada hoodie, uh, the the In-N-Out variation, uh, go to chop-tees.com. But we have also just released... I'm, I'm going to try... I, I should have set this up beforehand, but I'm going to try and share... Uh, oh, boy. Um, our latest shirt oh that's boy. just dropped... Um, Got to be careful. I've closed. Uh, is our Wi-Fi here. strong enough for this? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, chop-tees.com. We have all the uh, Poison Rana merchandise that we have up there, including Shot in the Dark, What Up Doe, Detox. Also just dropped on the free feed as well. Um, so go check them out. But Okada in and out shirt slash hoodie that Dickie has put up there. He is taking it down tomorrow. And he's not the only website that's taking down things either because PWT has also said they're taking down Okada's merch yeah. tomorrow, but for better or for worse. Oh, you have it up here I've now. got it. The Black Pudding Combat <laughs> Club t-shirt. I, I'm not going to lie. I like the game of let's – anytime we say something stupid on a show that might get, the, get a pop, put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. I think that's how wrestling works and – you basically, we, we joked about the Kabuki Kai pirate huggers. You There's made a it a t-shirt now. that we sell. And yeah, then- get that before they break up. You know, like- <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That's going to be a, a piece of history there. And- but then, yeah, we were on the uh, Grapple Lads podcast over the holidays. Yeah. And we were all on joining those guys. Shout out Grapple. We love them. And we were joking about uh, how I went over to London last year with you and, and I had the black the black pudding in a big English breakfast. And I joked like the Blackpool Pudding Club, right? The BCC or whatever. And then the next day you're like, I made a shirt. So here it is. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're also a master of egg jitsu, get yourself a Black Pudding Combat Club t-shirt. I hope someone out there who really does like Black Pudding. If one pudding- person buys this, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't expect anyone to buy it, but someone might. So Okay, and, and Dickie says, just to be clear, he's not stopping selling the Okada merch, but the discount on it ends Oh, okay. So, or uh, until he gets a cease and desist. Exactly. Yeah. The real, the real issue comes when he gets a cease and desist. But that's how you know you're doing it right, Dicky. Yeah. When those start coming in. Uh, so, yeah. Chop dash tees. Also, how we keep the uh, the lights on here and uh, check check them out. Chop dash teescom Also, I don't want to spoil anything, but they're gonna have a lot more shirts, not just 
including Poison Rana mm -hmm. on it going forward. Just say, watch the space for updates on that. Very, very excited. Uh, so let us know if you're going to Philly for WrestleMania season because we're, we're not going to be doing any like pretty much events, but we're going to eventually announce some sort of meetups and stuff. And I've been keeping my eye on different like indie shows and matches and stuff. And let us know what, what you're participating in. And, and this, this is an exciting time for wrestling fans because it's the road to WrestleMania. You know, CM Punk is back. <laughs> He's here to main event WrestleMania. And oh wait, no, he's not doing that. Actually. Yeah, shall we get into this? Yeah, before NXT, I, I think that's uh, a pretty big story coming out of the wrestling story. Wrestling news moves fast. Mm. Wrestling news just seems like every day something different is going on. Whether you're talking about Vince McMahon, this or The Rock, that or Netflix or CM Punk's injury that seemed to have come out of the Royal Rumble, when we were watching it, right as he took that DDT, a bunch of us in the bar were like, oh, he must be really good at selling, or he looked... It was when he talked to the referees when I think it clocked he, in. He like went to the corner, didn't he, and was chatting for a little bit. Yeah, um, and now it comes out, yeah, his his arm. It also was telling when he was trying to do push-ups. If you've noticed in his match with Mox, right. way back, he's trying to do push-ups to see if to his see arm if was working. Okay. And in this match, he could not do it. So mm -hmm. that's how he kind of knew that something was really wrong. Damn. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, he came out last night on Raw, cut a promo, kind of confirmed that he's going to be out for a bit. Um, like, it could be... Like I, I've seen like people saying around September. Obviously, like people heal at different <laughs> wow. rates. Um, I mean, yeah. So, uh, but he's going to be out for a while. He will miss WrestleMania. And obviously that throws a bit of a, a spanner in the works. Uh, first of all, like punk, I find just fascinating anyway. Like I was like, I have been a fan in the past. Uh, the whole stuff in AEW that took place, like after, you know, brawl out and all that, I really soured on him. Mm. Um, but you know, like you see him in WWE, you see him working regularly at the performance center, like trying to help out the like NXT lot and maybe learning about producing and that kind of stuff. And like, I hear his promo yesterday and I realize I am still a fan. Like I am disappointed. It's, it's weird. My first uh, WrestleMania I went to was 30 and I was excited about seeing CM Punk and Kane pulled him out the ring, put him through a table at the Rumble, and he didn't do that WrestleMania. Right. And it's just weird, like, now he's injured in the Rumble and missing that Mania. Right. Ten years on. But, I like, I thought his speech was great. It felt very genuine and heartfelt. Um, and even bringing up UFC, which we haven't heard him talk about in either AEW or, or WWE so far. And, like, but I, I thought it was a pretty awesome speech from him and it it sucks like you've got a question like do what do you do with this guy like if he is if he does come back i mean i think is you know working not that regularly his last match was in december against dom right like surely your, your muscles stiffen up and things like that right like i don't know um i'm no doctor but i think it does suck but I thought they did a pretty good job with it with Drew and everything on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's two sides of it for, for me. Watching him come out and cut that promo, like, yeah, he was very heartfelt. And talking about the UFC, like, hey, it's not that I lost. Like, I still f tried to do it. And that's how I 
always saw it. Like, mm. yeah, even though he got his ass kicked twice, yeah. he still, that was, hey, I want to do that and I'm going to try to do yeah. that. And, you know, maybe it didn't work out, but he still did that. Uh, I thought kind of twisting it around saying, like, I'm not a real fighter. Real fighters are this and that. And I thought that was really good and pretty genuine and mm. and everything. And then on top of that, to help elevate Drew on kind of his exit here, letting Drew hit him with one of the best fucking lines I've heard in promos in so long with the, I prayed for it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was praying for that. This guy was, is, is such a heel. And then to attack the arm as well, right? Like I thought that um, was pretty what's good. What's awesome is they've set up, you know, that is the feud CM Punk's coming back to. And then you build up his mania program for next year, which right. will be against a Cody Rhodes or a Roman or, or someone else. But, I think having they did it with, well, I mean, Punk, uh, sorry, Cody didn't go back to Seth, but they've they've done it before where they like, all right, you're going to be out for a bit. This is your feud when you come yeah, back. like they set some they set some good things up, and he sounded genuine. He he looked like he was like crying, he was yeah. upset because like yeah, he was a shoe in to be one of the marquee reasons a lot of people are planning on going to WrestleMania, and that's been like pulled away. So you got to feel for the guy. But my 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 second view of it is cm punk ass bitch the aaron Rodgers of wwe all this guy does is talk shit and punch people and do all this shit and everyone says like enjoy him while you can it's a whole facade this and that and then what does he do first match in he's fucking injured again so sorry i'm looking at it as two different things this guy is fragile body what is whatever the line is holy shit like everything everyone talks shit about him on tv in promos whether it was like mixed reality or this that has come true it's Mm. like he is a bit of a hypocrite and of course i'm not excited or happy about his injury i wouldn't say getting injured is no no being a hypocrite no 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 sorry there have been moments before yeah 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 so i'm just like i'm i'm i feel for him so much because like man yeah i'm i'm not I'm not happy about an injury or his downfall. I mean, we're a silver lining is they didn't choose because I imagine the plan was him to win the chamber, probably in Australia to challenge Rollins or get to that right. match some some way. And they're kind of lucky they chose to go back to back with Cody as the decision rather than have Punk win it and then void the Royal Rumble. Like yeah, that yeah. would have sucked i mean it sucks regardless but at least storytelling wise it it kind of it does work he came second um but then i think we'll go into the the seth and cody promo which i thought was excellent i think i think seth has had some really great moments this last year when he's serious and i know we've we said this a few times but this is the like runner-up prize title and it takes a hell of a lot of work to establish this title and i think he's done a good job with it with the regular defenses and stuff but you know i thought his promo it's still it is still the number two but i thought he did really well trying to elevate this thing in this segment which was let's wait to see what the rock's doing (laughs) that's exactly it right like yeah with 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 no rock coming out in the rumble no cody basically saying roman i'm coming for you yeah after the match, like you would assume that no, they don't have the rock for WrestleMania. I mean, I wonder how much is, how much does this Vince story play into that? Like mm. rock is very big about his brand. Obviously he's 
in bed with the company now because of um, you know being on the board and that kind of thing. But it was literally a week ago he was in interviews heavily teasing Rock v Roman. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily at WrestleMania. He still is. He still is. That makes sense. He's been like off going off like today and yesterday saying like we're in talks. So it's like, what? <laughs> so it's it did feel like let's bide our time, and I think they did it in a really compelling way because I. I have really been enjoying these promo segments on Raw recently. And yeah. I, I think what I've been enjoying about the product a lot more recently is there are so many people with clear goals and it's to win the title. And that sounds obvious, but so much in wrestling, it's distracted with just goofy shit. Whereas I think on Raw in particular, you've got all these characters whose sole focus is to be the guy and win the title. Yeah. And that's an easy yet compelling story. So I think I it's got my curiosity, but like it's it's entertaining me, but I, I kind of feel it is playing with have we got the rock or not? And it's you got two nights. There's no you could do Rock Roman night one, Rock Cody night two, or or whatever. You there's so many different factors now. Yeah. You could do Cody versus Seth night one for the title. Cody wins that title. The Rock loses to Roman in the main event. The next night, Cody v. Roman to you. Yeah. I mean, the only reason we've got this second title yeah. is because Roman doesn't regularly defend his. Right. If you're going with Cody as the guy, do you need two titles? No. Like, Cody is the kind of guy who would be like, put me on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I'll do it all. Like, you know he is. Like, he said that in the press conference, more or less. Like, I am the guy. I am the guy you need to go with. So you can absolutely do that. And I think that sounds compelling. There's a few options. You've elevated Gunther Gunther's, as well. Yeah. Gunther v. Seth, I think, last year, before you had Punk back in the mix, before Rock was being talked about, like, Gunther Seth was something I figured you could certainly do. Yeah. You defy those titles as well. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's so many titles. Yeah, all, all these different matchups still sound really good. You've elevated Drew as well. Like, you've always got Sami Zayn, who you can make hot when you need to. LA Knight is the same. Kevin Owens is the same. Like, there. Where is I? I'm thinking back to, was it WrestleMania 32, where they had the injury plague when, like, Cena was out and so many were out of that year. And it was like, they were scrambling to put a card together something we've been praising them is the last like six months to a year they've really built a whole load of top acts where okay it's not necessarily the card we thought we were getting but i think they are gonna put on something decent leone's bringing on our truth versus rollins but i think they've they've built out our truth enough where you could do our truth and miz for the tag titles right which would get people's attention yeah on the women's side i think jade and Bia- uh, jade and bianca is something that non-title match but that's feels like a big match as well so i they're they're in a weird position but i think they've got lots of options so it's really interesting actually because i think this time we're normally like ah oh, you can kind of see what the card is yeah right now it's it seems like they're still trying to figure out what's the best way to go about Ooh. it because a week ago we were like oh punk cody could be an easy main event and it's yeah. like well no punk's not even going to be at this pay-per-view. And I, I think that would piss off a lot of fans, especially fans who bought tickets specifically to see him. Same with the people in Australia, Chamber, right? Like, you feel for them. You're just like, oh, man. So who are we getting? Bronson Reed? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Like, the, the, the Rock wrestling at WrestleMania would definitely help elevate 
to where like the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania and like they get, like to go big or do you wait to do this match like another year from now or something but do it like you did Rock Cena you know have Rock have a presence yeah. at WrestleMania um the the Monday after and then challenge him. Raw set it up maybe look you lost the title but I want the title of head of the table head of the table yeah something like that yeah that's something you can do I think as well with Punk like last time he was injured that's when he kind of you know, was getting pissed off and bitter and right. mad about stuff. The elite. Wait, was which time about. are you talking about? You're talking about the both, AW. Both oh, okay, times right, in yeah. AW. <laughs> um, whereas I think this time. Or wait, probably, are you talking about back in WWE when he was injured and upset about it? <laughs> yeah, no, they they made him work then, didn't they? Um, but I think this time round, like if he continues doing stuff like in the PC and things, like yeah. could keep him in a better frame of mind. Maybe. sure yeah I, I i hope back. i hope i hope the best it's just like it sucks especially for a lot of the fans who are instantly like oh wow we are so back punk is back the rock's back vince don't worry about that and then oh no he's injured it's like oh no oh no and then like don't think about it. like set we're still dealing with seth's injury yeah so like yeah there's a lot like going around which the more like it feels like seth it must be pretty confident that yeah. he can do that yeah. show but yeah, it's what it's, an interesting time. Yeah, what an interesting time. So we won't see Punk for a little while, I'm, I'm assuming, but uh, he will be back. And so I'm sure the summer tour or uh, fall tour. I mean, depends how. I mean, he's not he's not going to do drugs to speed up, is he? <laughs> <laughs> like he ain't going to be on the juice to get that that tricep fix. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see with him. The saga of Punk continues mm. as it always does, and people will talk about it forever yeah exactly uh so yeah that was uh, monday night raw with all the stuff going on what do you think wrestlemania matches are happening let us know in the chat at poison rana pod what do you want to see at wrestlemania because yeah there's a lot of different chess pieces that are like whoa gunther versus gunther versus anyone sounds good yeah cody really versus anyone and i think it's cody versus roman as the, our, our solid plan but plans could change mm. the rankings always change cody v roman on one of the nights it's yeah. whether Roman does, you know, there, there is the history of the double duty on the, the 10 year anniversaries of this show. Yeah. Is Roman going to work both nights? Is that what's happening? What happened at WrestleMania 20? Was there double duty? Uh, no. Okay. So 10 so and 20. 20. Yeah. 10 and 30 was double duty. So this 20 one, was the triple threat. You know, triple threats are also. Triple threats uh, are also a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's one. The Rock's just like, I wa- also want in on this match, but I won the Rumble. Yeah, but I'm The Rock. So yeah. I don't want to see. I'm The Rock and I can't quite go as I used to. So you, you two go at it. You do it. Huh? I'll do the spine buster that people's elbow, the rock button. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, He's, he, the Rock's looking more and more like an evil supervillain every day. It, yeah, like like in a kids movie. In a kids movie. In a kids glasses movie. he's wearing. Or like he didn't get the Bond role that went to Batista, and ever since he's been trying to get it back. It's, it's all the it's all the gla- like Triple H doing yeah. the presser with his glasses. Sean's always got his glasses on. Yeah. Maybe I need to get some glasses. Yeah, look like that. Uh, well, there we go. We're talking about Raw and WrestleMania season, and everyone's getting super excited, hot off the Rumble. So. Uh, we'll see what happens here. But uh, let's talk about some NXT. Let's do it. Let's talk about the show we are here to talk about. On the road to Vengeance Day, the last train to Clarksville. And we kick off with a recap of last week. Chase U is done. Ugh. Finito. Over. And we see some some turmoil between Lola Vice and Electra Lopez as they come to a head tonight in a one-on-one match. But... 
we start off NXT with a semifinal in the wait, is it semi? What's semifinal? Yeah. What does it go to? The finals, right? Fi- yeah. Fi- yeah, you can tell I don't watch a lot of real sports. The semifinals here. Whoop that trick! It's Trick and Mellow Gang taking on the LWO, uh, Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild. And we start off here with Cruz Del Toro in control. He hits some pretty flashy moves. The line salt for a near fall. Joaquin Wilde hits this crazy double jump spring flying tope. Like, like again, not as not as like out of almost like he's going out of space. Yeah, almost like the the Cruz did a few weeks ago. Uh, this they were just like firing off on all these crazy moves. They go up to trick, but get both caught in a double bookend for a near fall. Booker T was going off on that. Uh, there's then a crazy, like, what, double coast-to-coast type move from the LWO here, again, for a near fall. They hit this, like, crazy guillotine alley-oop, like, tornado DDT. Again, the LWO guys are just coming up with moves that you just don't see ever until they do it, and then your favorite indie guys are doing them, mm. like, the next while. There's then Mello coming in with code breakers. He catches Wild into another code breaker when he springboarded. And then Trick is in and nails Wild with his flash knee. And they pick up the win. The Trick knee, I think. The Trick knee. And Trick and Mello are going on to the finals to face the Wolf Dogs at Vengeance Day. Yes. Uh, Yeah, really fun match. I think uh, since turning babyface, Joaquin and Cruz have been able to be even more spectacular than they were. And... Joaquin Wilde in particular, I think, has had a hell of a month. Um, They're just so fun to watch. And I really hope they get a spot at WrestleMania weekend. If not at WrestleMania, you know, have an NXT big tag title match or something. Because I I think they're great. And they're the LWOs of popular Needs to be their year this year, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just can't. I feel Judgment Day are probably going to have something bigger. I mentioned probably Awesome Truth is what I'm thinking at the moment. But... You know, I want to see these guys mix it up with DIY and and the creeds and all that on the main roster because they're great. And I think we knew Trick and Mello were going to win this thing. Yeah. But fun match to start. Yeah, we need to see these two being utilized with like the whole... I I hope Rey Mysterio comes back in time to to go off of... I know Andrade is technically on Raw, right? So... Yeah, and you know, I, I think that's a good thing. I think you can have him mix with those guys the LWO, the Legado guys at some point. But I think they need to establish him as a, like, serious main eventer solo guy first. And I think if you put him in this faction warfare to start with, I think he could get lost and just feel like another guy. The way Triple H was speaking at the presser was like, it's his time and he's going to be treated like a big deal. I mean, one of his boys, right? Like, because one of his guys that he was super I mean, he's someone we got to think in in the Mania plans. Like... Is is a potential Gunther match, Gunther Andrade. I mean, Andrade, Rey Mysterio, one more time. We we did a best match ever, Rey Mysterio, a while ago, yeah. and we looked at a series of matches the that he had with Andrade. Ones, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And, I mean, Santos and him had his moment in the, the Rumble, but Santos and Andrade is something. I hope we get uh, LWO versus – what are they what – are, what's the other – Legado. Legado and LWO. Those yeah. are the teams, right? Like, So I imagine maybe we get like a huge – multi-man, crazy, lucha-style matchup. Yeah, I mean, hopefully if Ray's back, that's yeah. the singles match we're getting. But, like, a, yeah, a faction yeah. you can do with the the girl, like, mixed tag as well with the uh, Zelina and Elektra involved, right. too. But I, I do think LWO, like, they shine every time they're in a match. Like, they should be pushed up. Because, you know, everywhere else, lucha... 
luchadors and lucha libre type things are always popular in wrestling. And I feel like right now, WWE, they have the LWO that they've re like brought up from the dead, but like use it. You have like these crazy talented guys. Like they yeah. could be becoming really hot acts fast. Like these guys do flashy moves. Your kid sees this mm. and they instantly are like, Whoa, this is crazy. I'm a sucker for the LWOs every week now when, especially in this weird NXT run, they're like, all right, we're going to do these moves. Like, Let's try this out because yeah. you know they're in the PC, so they're like we'll try these moves out, and it's like, oh, they're coming up with stuff, whereas everyone's going to copy them. I, I think as well when it comes to Andrade, you can't just be like, oh, you're Latino, yeah, you're yeah, obviously. it's not. Oh, yeah. you you wear a mask, you with Alex Abraham, yeah, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously. I think maybe like we can get there, but yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, obviously. But like, I know that before he left, that was a big feud that was going on with Zelina Vega with Andrade yep. and Rey Mysterio and stuff and I really loved it so as soon as there was rumblings of like oh Andrade might be going back I was like yeah it'd be a perfect time because he can go back and finish the stuff with Rey Mysterio and, and mm-hmm. this and that but super excited uh, to see where that, that goes but Trick and Mello win this match and they advance to the finals after this match Oba Femi runs in the ring and attacks the beaten down LWO as Dragon Lee runs in for the save, kind of, because then Oba just beats all of them up. It looked great. Dragon Lee, like, leapt off the turnbuckle and just got swatted in midair by this guy. Yeah, this was crazy. So he's a heel. I think the last we few can't weeks, figure it out. back and forth, this seemed very heelish here. <laughs> last week, we were like, oh, they're retconning it. He's a, he's a baby face. He's like, yeah, you can fight me. Now he's just a full yeah. heel. A heel who beats up all three guys. Yeah. So Oba versus Dragon Lee this Sunday. Yeah. Kind of weird. Kind of weird matchup. I know. I know it. He deserves the rematch because he got cashed in on. But yeah. it's a it's a weird match. Considering he's yeah. Considering this guy should be a babyface. It's kind of a weird direction. But oh, we'll see. I think the match could be pretty fun. He's he's gonna throw this guy around. Mm. Dragon Lee's gonna get just whipped around. We go to Ava Rain, the new. NXT general manager and she's talking with Ridge Holland about this uh, potential match with what him and Gallus. Dallas. He wants to fight all of them. As Lexus King interrupts with a gift basket and it's got framed photos of himself and his new shirt as he says the hottest t-shirt in NXT right now, the new Lexus King t-shirt. Have you grabbed this? Yeah. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, I got you this and I want to have a few things to talk about, Ava. And he's trying to like suck up to her. And Ridge doesn't really appreciate this. Neither does Ava. And he kind of tells Ridge to buzz off. And Ava says, well, instead of a meeting, how about I go to my meetings? Because I actually have real meetings, not like the ones you made up. But I have an idea. You take on Ridge Holland tonight. Mm. So it's set up for later tonight. And he's upset. I'm going to give some credit. I thought Ava sounded way better tonight than she has in the past. I think she's been very kind of wooden and emotionless in the past. I thought she sounded way better. I thought she sounded authoritative and had more conviction. And I know I've seen there's been a lot of hate on her online. And maybe it has kind of woken her up a bit. Because I actually, I didn't have a problem with either segment she was in tonight. And normally it's like, like nails on a chalkboard to me. I mean, maybe because it's the ro- the role is better. The li- I don't know. Like since now you're not like what is she doing? Not or? being a messenger, but know, actually yeah. being the authority. Know. But yeah, I, I thought she she did well today. And Lexis King just as slimy as 
Ever. And the facial hair always Disgusting. looking different and yeah. crispy. Real crispy fade. We go to Tatum Paxley earlier today. She's acting all weird and creepy. And Lyra comes in and says, why did you do that last week? Why did you interfere? And you put poor Roxy through a table. And Tatum's like, oh, I did it for you. And because of the title, this and that. And Lyra's kind of tired of her stalker. Yeah, she said like last week Lyra was like, I'm too focused on Roxanne. And Tatum read that as, oh, you're too... So let me take her out yeah. so you're not focused on her. So Tatum's going to take on Roxy later tonight. Yes. what's happening. And she then will hopefully be focused on by Lyra. Mm-hmm. We see this match right now, actually. Tatum Paxley taking on Roxanne Perez, who also had a nice showing in the Royal Rumble. We get a few falls back and forth between the two of them. Eventually, there's this like wrecking ball, baseball slide-type dropkick from Paxley, sending Perez to the outside, hits her with that. Uh, and then she goes for, like, a cross body, which was pretty nice, actually. Uh, eventually, Roxanne counters Tatum's attempts here and makes pretty light work of her, hits the Pop Rocks, kind of countering another one of her moves, and wins the match just like that. And Well, Lyra was on commentary, so throughout it all, like, Tatum kept on kind of looking over to Lyra yeah. for her approval and... Lyra was like, focus on the match. And so kind of just, yeah, Rox made easy work of her because she was distracted throughout. So Tatum loses the, the poor stalker girl and Roxanne stares down Lyra and ghost titles. I love a good ghost title and says, see you Sunday. So we're getting this match. Yeah, I, uh, I can see Tatum perhaps costing uh, Lyra the title. But not necessarily with Roxanne. I, I could see a cash in. I think Lola Vice cashes in. I think so. And I think uh, I think it could be like Tatum kind of messing up for that all to happen. Like maybe she inadvertently helps some, either Roxanne win or she helps Lyra win. And then Lola comes in afterwards and something happens. But. Yeah, like I don't see Roxanne having a run with this title again. I think she is main roster bound now and is kind of just finishing up this program and i see lola sorry i see lyra more as she's gonna be in that rocks position where she's had her title run she'll be hanging around a bit to kind of help elevate some people and then she'll be on the main roster pretty soon too yeah. i think yeah uh but i think this match could be pretty good with oh with yeah with rocks and lyra rocks and sure and lyra they're two of the best we got here in in nxt and the women's division so i i definitely think these two will have a pretty good match, possibly a show stealer, definitely on on the weekend. We go to our next match. Uh, well, we go backstage first. Ariana Grace is with Ren Sinclair, and she's teaching her. Uh, well, first she's doing like a British accent, and she's like, "Is that British?" She thinks her name is British. Ren Sinclair. Ren Sinclair. Sinclair. She's like, oh, Sinclair! Is I it- love when I have to do a. A British a fake British accent. <laughs> <laughs> an impression of an American doing a British accent. I've got very good at it. <laughs> wow, great. That was so meta. Uh, so she goes, no, I don't think it is. And then she's like kind of rambling. And she goes, you know, you got to fit in here in NXT and kind of acting as if she's like the vet here. Well, she's kind of my fair ladying her a bit. Yeah. She's like, oh, you sound like a ranch girl. You're going to be more proper and eloquent and you kind of smell as well yeah she doesn't realize that fallon has been behind her here so i guess that's why she stinks (laughs) fallon just reeks (laughs) like horses like a farm you know and 
and then she kind of says like, oh, you, I'll show you what a, le- a real leader is. And uh, that match is happening later tonight as it's Ariana Grace taking on Fallon Henley. Mm-hmm. So, and Ren St. Clair is now going to be in Fallon's corner. Which I find this, uh, we, we have a bit with Brooks later, but I found it funny because I thought the idea was all three were going there separate, separate ways, ways uh, to be solo acts and focus yeah. on their singles. And now Fallon just has another friend. We, we all need to help people here in NXT. Yeah. Ren St. Clair. Sinclair. Sinclair, yeah. Electra Lopez versus Lola Vice. Booker T was very excited on commentary for this match. Gee, I wonder why. He Would you say so he giddy. was on one tonight? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say like, you know, he went the like extra mile. He did really make me laugh later on. So maybe he, <laughs> he was on one. But yeah, he was on one for this match. But uh, Lola Vice taking on Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez also making her main roster debut with the SmackDown de- appearance. A little, a little weird of the timing because like she's joined santos as a heel and i took her very much as the baby face in this feud so found it strange they didn't just wait a week to do that angle but yeah true okay i see what you mean but but either way she's been a heel in nxt this whole time too except for last week when she got beat up yeah so but yeah a bit of a grudge match between fellow former friends here lola vice sporting her contract She's got the, the shot at the title anytime she wants. Uh, this match starts off with Lopez just charging at her. A spear, really, from Electra. Nice spear yeah. from Electra. And here. punches her and just beating her up here. Eventually, Lola gains control, sets her up in the corner with the running butt attack from Lola Vice. Very nice. There's then a bunch of chops and kicks, and they're going back and forth. Uh, Lopez, I think, I think she's definitely stepped up here because Lopez is hitting these like double chops and like throat chops but she made them look pretty good uh, eventually though there's like a, a power slam into the spin out sidewalk slam from electro lopez as well but lola kicks out of that eventually when they're back up on their feet lola with the mma background the standing game has the advantage and she hits her with like almost she she usually hits like the black mass but yeah. i i don't know if it was a mistake or it just was something a bit different but it more so looked like like the Marafuji kick, almost in the way, the hook kick. Either way, looked pretty good. And she pins Electra Lopez, as Vic Joseph says, buenas noches. And Lola wins the match, and she wins the, the feud of former tag partners. But but you know what? I thought, I thought, for the most part, Electra, since being in NXT, I didn't see too much, like, in-ring work. Much, not a lot from her, really. And I thought this, she got to showcase that she did, does have some. Yeah, she needs that bitch yeah, to right. lead into it, right? Yeah. But uh, I, this wasn't a long match, but both impressed me here. I thought Electra looked way better. Yeah, maybe it, you know, she like channeled into something a bit more. Like this feud kind of connected with her as a performer, maybe because I I thought she looked way more aggressive. She looked she's normally a little clunky, kind of moving around, and I I didn't really see that at all. Um, and she kind of dominated most of this until, like, Lyra... Sorry, not Lyra. Um, Lola. Lola coming back at the end. Uh, yeah, I thought both looked good here. And uh, I imagine this is probably Electra. Maybe one more grudge match between the two. I don't know. But I think this is the end of Electra. Pour one out. Yeah. Business is going to go back down. 
13 percent 16 16 i i think it was 16 yeah we'll just go with that but yeah ever since she was in legato never what happened to their boat in nxt i wonder if we'll ever see that again but yeah i, I think lola vice will be uh, a, basically a character a, a project here on nxt to see what what can happen and i think she could be a really big star too we see Dijak alone in his dark office this is Silly. It's like his interview room, isn't it? Imagine like everyone gets their own like spot, right? And this guy is, is the dimly lit office with a tape recorder and a corded phone. Some people don't even know what this is. They're like, what is this thing? Because that not no one has these anymore. And he's got these in his office. It's like a what film noir detective? Yeah, a film noir detective meets Terminator yeah. type character here. When Joe Gacy appears in the room in the dark here and he goes, so this is where you hang out. And he goes, can I sit down? And Dijak goes, no, you may not. And Gacy goes, oh, thank you. And he sits down anyways. And then he goes, oh, I see uh, you got a tape recorder. That's pretty cool. And Dijak was like recording voice notes and stuff. And somehow Gacy tells him like, oh, like why why don't you play it back? So he rewinds it and plays it. And when he does – he hears Joe Gacy's voice talking, so it's it's proving that Gacy was there earlier, mm. I guess, to record these things. And this freaks out Dijak, and then he attacks him, and then they start to fight and brawl as it cuts away. Yeah. Uh, wow. This feud's been a little ridiculous. But, uh, you know, I think there might be something in this Dijak if they... Tweak this character a bit, obviously. Tweak the film noir Terminator no, boss like, man I'm character. I'm thinking, like, you know, what if he is more like, you know, like he does the sort of narrated kind of promos anyway, talking about. Okay, I mean, that, that would be better, yeah. What if he was more like, you know, Robert Pattinson, the Batman, and like going after heels more? Joe Gacy. But just lives, he used to be in a cult. Yeah, like lives in the shadows. and <laughs> He really pissed me off on commentary. Like, interview, like do the interrogation thing. I, th- I think it could work, but him just seeking, I don't know what justice he's seeking. Justice. You know, I, I think this is like a, yeah, vigilante kind of rogue sort of Batman kind of character. Would be fucking ridiculous, yeah. but it would be better than this because I don't know what this is. I don't know, I what, don't this know is. what he is. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is, but I, it's it. It gets funny later on yeah. as these go on because this won't be the last one. But for the starters, I thought it was pretty silly. It was very silly. God bless this guy. Like he's been in the company a, a while now, hasn't he? <laughs> this- and he's a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. And he's got pretty good Twitter game, but man, <laughs> does he? The, the characters they've given this guy. Uh, yeah, explain your gimmick in five words or less, and like vigilante, justice, justice Terminator, Fillmore. Well, I don't know if those are five words, but anyways, wow. The, the the saga will continue later tonight of what happens with Dijak and Gacy. If you're wondering and you're wo- worried, oh, yeah. will what's going to happen? Don't worry, we'll find out. Uh, we go to our next match, which is Ridge Holland taking on Lexus King. He comes out on his throne. Very nice entrance. If if he's in uh, 2K next year, I'm going to make You're it my entrance this. and get my entrance to have the throne yeah. slide in. Just looking so ridiculous. Uh, so Ridge taking when on Lexus. you Lex- say that, you mean like B will make that. Oh, yeah, yeah. B yeah. should make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we watched the, the network version of NXT tonight, and it keeps airing the new commercial for... 
2K24, right? It's, is, I'm assuming this is coming out. Next month? Uh, March. So out. usually, I, like, I'm, I remember SmackDown and all the games would always come out, like, Christmas time or, like, November or whatever. So they've, they've switched that, obviously. But it's, it's been, yeah, no, it's since 2K, it's normally the build to WrestleMania, okay. right? Because that was when you had, like, Warrior come back. They introduced him in the game first and okay. Goldberg. And right. They've done it a few times. Okay, yeah, the commercial is good. But it's, why does Austin and Hogan look so damn weird? In it. It's like weird AI, like yeah, yeah. But I, I are we gonna get it? We'd barely play the last. I don't one. know. We kind of need to play the first, this one. Yeah, we haven't played a lot yeah. of it to be honest. And I barely touched the AEW game too. I just I've not played it once. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would instead of Lexus King's Throne though, we should change it to our Lazy Boy. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> our la- on a tattoo. Your Lazy Boy lazy chair boy. Yeah. comes out. That'd be sick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking like Chandler and Joey and friends with the yeah. You, we both slide out like as a tag team, right? You come out with the lazy boys, the lazy thing, boys. and then right when we meet in the middle of the in the thing, you kick out. The- well, we probably come laying down already, and then you pull oh, it up, yeah. you? you pull we're, it we're in our slippers. We take them off, put our boots on, <laughs> go to the ring, robes on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's book. We have book a good it. life. We uh, <laughs> we we just did a review of the Royal Rumble 2001, where China fights Ivory mm-hmm. in a match. The famous China incident. Yeah. And we go off talking about how China had the best entrance because she just they just gave oh, her a bazooka. bazooka gun. Yeah. <laughs> so epic. Just shoots it in the crowd. <laughs> that's the best entrance <laughs> to always give your guy. What does he do? He comes out. And just, Lazy boy and a bazooka. Yeah, that's where I'm getting at. (laughs) Anyways, so that Ridge Holland fella taking on Lexus King and his throne. We get a a bunch of strikes from Ridge here, kind of clubbing Lexus King and hits him with a huge clothesline as they go to a pretty quick commercial break here. When we come back, we get a chop block from Lexus who's finally getting some control. Somehow, Ridge Holland is bleeding in the mouth a little bit, it seems. Uh, Lexus hits him with a spinning neck breaker and then a like northern lariat, as I call it. Shout out Bobby Roode. Like the clothesline to the back of the head and then hits him with a series of roundhouse kicks, which uh, is this guy like taking some kicks classes? They didn't look necessarily terrible here. I think he, he's if he, if he gets into that offense, maybe if he gets into some training like that mm-hmm. could be something part of his his offense as his character uh but then it's ridge who comes back counters one of them with this huge capture overhead suplex and then another one lexus tries to hit the coronation that neck breaker but it's blocked and ridge hits him with a headbutt and then out come gallus who distracts him which allows king to hit the coronation but this time it's when he's like draped in the ropes mm. we've seen him do this before as booker t goes rockabye baby and lexus king wins the match yeah, uh, I kind of feel the same way I felt about every Lexus King match so far. Just quite basic um, and not necessarily the best dance partner for Ridge, who I, I have seen a lot of improvements in, I think. I, I'm enjoying Ridge, but this didn't quite click for me. I wonder how much with King, though, is his, you know, being a heel, like wrestling like a heel. Obviously, you're kind of a bit more restricted with what you can do because you're not going to do particularly flashy stuff and therefore i think the character's great but just wrestling wise is a bit dull and we saw towards the end of his AEW run like little videos of him coming out i mean it looked like he was just pretending to be kenny omega but looked better than we'd seen him in the ring and i i wonder how much of this heel persona is 
holding him back maybe a bit, but I can't say I'm enjoying his matches at all. Yeah, his matches are pretty pretty boring, but I am enjoying like the character that he's he's finding, still finding. So I I get it. I think it was weird to have him wrestle Ridge Holland, to be fair. It was just a it wasn't a good like I like Ridge against, you know, the smaller technical guys who he can throw around but then they can trap him in a submission or stuff right. like that. I think that's they're the kind of matches that have worked for me. Just another kind of brawler, basically, but yeah, it didn't didn't really work. I wonder what we do with Lexus King down the line. He's not on the Vengeance Day thing, but he seems to always start feuds with everyone and then lose. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, kind of he's his gimmick. only got the two titles, haven't you? Yeah. So i I wouldn't put him near the world, like the NXT title. Right. Um, although I could see them wanting to flirt with that and with Oberfermi as the North I see North American as more of his thing yeah. but you've got a, a heel as the champ right now so yeah. and I think Oberfermi could have quite the run with it so I don't know after he's just going to float around being a dickhead basically yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention after the match they beat down on Ridge Holland Gallus and they stomp on his leg Pilmanize him is that what that is yeah they wrap the chair around his leg and so after it had a match with Pillman, they yeah, did that. exactly. Nice, nice. Gallus boys on top. So is this match happening next week? So we've established, like, Ridge just doesn't have friends. He said, I don't want friends. Yeah. No one's coming out. I, yeah, like, Ava's got to give him this three-on-one at some point. Yeah. So, and then he'll beat them all. Mm. Or the boys show up. <laughs> Finally. I don't know if that's happening. Yeah. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We go, we go to Andre Chase and the boys, Duke and Riley with him, and he goes, this is it, boys. Tonight, I say goodbye to Chase You forever. They're all dressed in black, dress shirts, and it's a Chase You funeral coming up. Very sad and somber yeah. here in the NXT arena. We go to the Vengeance Day commercial, which, again, we're watching on the network, so they play every break. Someone please tell me, am I crazy, or are they using a slowed-down version of Happy Birthday as the commercial oh, song yeah, for are. Vengeance Day? Yeah. What does Happy Birthday have to do with Valentine's or Vengeance Day? I'm trying to think of a Valentine's Day song. There's millions of songs, I'm sure, with the word heart or Valentine no, or like, love. You know, royalty free. <sighs> Happy birthday isn't technically royalty free. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, back in the day, if you used it in your movie, you'd have to pay. Pay who? The guy who wrote it. Who wrote Happy Birthday? You don't know this? This is a huge thing. That's why some movies don't, and they sing other songs in it because it was cheaper. Little tidbit of information you it's, didn't need to know. It's in public domain. It is now, right? But it used to not be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you wanted it in movies before, you actually had to pay someone. So yeah, think about not it. anymore. <laughs> yeah, now you can use it. So that's why they're slowing this down. I just I just don't understand why this is the one. Like it's it the 
the whole Vengeance Day is going off of obviously the old Vengeance pay per view, but it's Valentine's Day that they're kind of linking it to. Yeah. But like, what does Happy Birthday have to do? You could just play like Happy some Vengeance Day, Day to you. It's it's, a, it's just weird, but anyways, uh, we see Mello and Trick backstage. Trick goes one down, one to go. That means that like we just have to beat the a holes. They don't say that, but we have to beat them, and they become the Dusty Cup winners. And he goes, hey, Mello, it was a surprise seeing you in the Rumble there, looking good. And Mello goes, yeah, well, it was a surprise seeing you on SmackDown. Yes, Trick Williams making his SmackDown debut. They're both kind of doing like, Trick is like, hey, what are you doing in the Rumble? We should be focusing on this. And he's like, well, what are you you doing on SmackDown? It's that kind of thing. Uh, Mello says, Ilya's been playing mind games with you, so you better watch out. I know that's what he's been doing, and you'll regret it. And tricking him, like, kind of butt heads a little bit here because Mello's like, yo, Ilya's been messing with us this whole time and still possibly believes that what he attacked him and all that, which we don't know. They kind of dropped that subtly, which I imagine they will bring back up once some things come to light, I'm assuming, this Sunday. So uh, Trick has a face-to-face with Ilya later tonight. But they are wrestling the Wolf Dogs at Vengeance Day. Yeah. I'd be interested what happens with Mello once this, we assume, this turn happens. Because, as we mentioned, he has been on SmackDown pretty much every week, the last few weeks. Yeah. Do you see maybe them... Like phasing him out SmackDown for a little bit while they do this build to they stand and deliver. Yeah. Or is he going to be full blown heel on SmackDown as well? I, I think he, he's way more interesting when he's a heel. You know, the I am him thing works yeah. way better as a, the cocky heel. Um, but we assume it's him who's going to turn on Trick at probably this weekend. So it would be interesting to see his portrayal on the other show. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Like, again, weird time to be bringing some of these people up because they are in, like, different storylines mm. and stuff. But, yeah. We go to the funeral of Chase U. They don't have a lot of money, so this funeral is pretty uh, low rent. It's just three dudes in black dress shirts. Yeah. That's it. And, like, Chase still doing his disheveled, yeah. like... the hair. We see... He looked so prim and proper for a while. And he now- looks like he's, like, the guitarist in Fall Out Boy right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with, with Chase U. Uh, so, well, I mean, I do. So, Chase is here. He's all disheveled. And it's him, Duke, and Riley, the three of them alone in the ring. And they they say that... Well, Chase says that Chase U was an institution of learning and one of the biggest NXT success stories of all time. And it will stand to the test of time of what we did here in NXT with Chase U. And Duke says, well, Mr. Chase, some of the students and I, we got together and we put together a little video that we'd like to play for us and you and everyone right now as it cuts to the, the Chase U tribute video. As we hear some great 80s style cheesy music. This could have been the theme for Vengeance Day. Mm. And we see some great teachable moments of Chase U. As we see right from when they first started, when Andre Chase started up the university, to when Duke eventually joined him, to when 
uh, what when when students would start a- asking questions and Chase would be like, "Fuck you, Brendan and Steve." Thea Hale, where she had to make her choice what university she was going to, and she chose Chase U. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it shows. Uh, it shows again, like when when him and Duke finally like became a thing and friends and won the titles and everything and. Uh, just the, all the the times he's swearing at the kids, and while all the different types of music is playing, and and when they went to London, oh yeah, they were. He said he was going to get knighted, but it didn't happen. Um, and it ends with like twenty twenty one to twenty twenty four. Jesus, what a video! I gotta say, I really thought that. Was I, great. I love how at the PC they have their video editing lessons and their Photoshop lessons because. <laughs> Everyone makes like really well. Duke's like, oh, I just put together this video. Yeah. Everyone has the bit like, oh, I look. This is you in like like doing the photoshopping. Like, yeah, I just love to think you have promo class. You have you build the ring and then you you go on. Like, hey, indie wrestlers, Adobe. yeah, like, they need to learn how to do that kind of stuff when you're up and coming, right? You got to do when you're stuff. disgruntled and you're released and you're hitting the indies. Yeah, you got to make your break, break out, out of jail, jail video. <laughs> So this video is great, showing the highlights of Chase U as it cuts back and Andre says, this has all been a teachable moment. And for now, this is goodbye. J.C. Jane's music hits. I love that's the beginning of her theme song. You know who's coming out. Yeah, unlike half the people in the Rumble. rumble, (laughs) I couldn't hear anyone's theme. I didn't know who anyone was. But this starts with J.C. Jane. You know which one I hate, though, over on AEW is... Adam, oh, the yeah, undisputed the, kingdom. Adam, they put yeah. that in there. Yeah. Like if you listen, it's him saying Adam. It's really strange. Anyways, JC Jane comes out and she says, "Andre, I know I've been I've been mean in the past. I know I've been toxic. Oi, oi, toxic attraction." She says, "But I I just wanted." to find friends i wanted to be you know in a group i wanted to be happy and i saw your bond here and chase you at the university and i saw that you brought life back into duke's life and i saw what you did for thea so i have to stand up i have to do something for chase you and we won't be saying goodbye tonight so let me introduce you to the ladies of chase you calendar as the screen shows a photo of some Chase U students posing as all the Chase U women come mm-hmm. out and stand on the entrance ramp, smiling and posing as Chase, Duke, and Riley are all like, wow, you guys did it. All right, I've got some questions. I've got a few, but hold on. So <laughs> they act as if like, oh, shit. Like, why didn't we think of that? Wow, you fucking did it. You saved, you saved chase you they all hug and the girls celebrate and then then they leave okay (laughs) this took a turn (laughs) okay we've been assuming maybe it's something like this but yeah she said these go on sale at vengeance day so i assume maybe you can buy these at the the merch stand i hope so which would be quite funny like quite fun yeah please someone buy one and send one to us but I was under the impression that this university is in incredible debt and these calendars haven't gone on sale yet. Right. And Andre Chase is like, the university's We're saved. saved. It's over. We're what done. if they sell 
10 calendars. Like, how much are these calendars? I'll tell you, I'll buy them Even all. Even if you sell a thousand calendars, I don't think it's enough to clear this incredible debt I Chase U. I'm not going to lie. One of the funniest... This, so, the Chase U video highlighting, like, basically, like, it's dead and yeah. it's over was very funny. Yeah. This was confusing and weird, like, to have these girls come out and be like, We're, we did a calendar. Like, what fucking year is it that, you know, whatever. To, but, be, to be fair to them, though, they, like, you know... It was tasteful yeah. as well. Like they yeah. weren't showing it. Like the women just came out and it showed the front cover of the calendar. I still think it wasn't like yeah. Divas 2005 feet like, picks. Yeah, um, but oh, Chris Leone says the pre-orders are obviously through the roof for this thing, and that's why. <laughs> I I don't know, but Booker T fucking killed me. He goes. All right, all right. How much for the damn calendar? <laughs> <laughs> he wants one of those calendars. <laughs> Me too, Booker. So again, anyone going to Clarksville for Vengeance Day and you're listening, you're a fan of us, please. Because I don't. They're not online yet. By the time you're listening to this, maybe they are. But. How much is a calendar normally? Do people still use calendars? Uh, yeah, my like, mom uses I'm not, calendar. Yeah. I, I, I mean that like I use mine on my phone, on my computer. Like right. do people still like unless you work in an uh, office? I like a good wall calendar. I mean, I don't have one, but yeah, I always used to get one. And now you can get one with Chase U ladies. Yeah. The ladies of Chase U. It's you think this is going to save the university? I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They they'd have to sell a lot and like I mean, we've we know how much it costs to like we would me just printing 100 flyers to advertise one of our events that's like 100 bucks so yeah like it costs money like uh, making a whole calendar right. is going to cost more than that so i i don't really see how this is going to work but they seem very confident in it so clearly they know something i don't know i just like yeah are they gonna like bamboozle and try to st- I, I don't i don't know i was assuming jc jane was gonna be like i figured out how to save chase you i brought back mandy rose over yeah. to, to give me some advice on how we can <laughs> you know start some funds up for yeah. for chase you that wasn't the case but yeah a calendar hmm. very exciting very uh yeah time. if you are there let us know how much this calendar is and pick us up one get us one for vengeance yeah. day can go on our set It'll definitely. Do you even who who are these people in this chase? Well, you got Thea. I don't. I don't you know. You got if she's JC. Right. Okay. Uh, you got that. The other. The other one. Ten girls. Th- <laughs> th- yeah, they ain't no oil painting. Excuse me. No wait. Is that that's uh, regal? No, wait. No wait. That's that means the opposite, right? That means they're not very attractive. Right. 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 Okay. I retract that. Statement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Chase you calendars coming soon, and yeah. it's going to save. Imagine a university going out of set. If the car washes didn't help, I don't know. Anyways, I'm I'm excited, and Booker T just had me going there. Uh, we go to a video for Stax and Tony D and Rizzo, and we see. Hey, we got a cameo of Wawa, famous what coffee? I know Stax has done these coffee videos where he went off on Wawa, so. Brandon from New Jersey gave us Wawa uh, sleeves. I'm sure we'll be going there in Philly. Yes, they're all over the states, yeah. right? Wawa. Uh, but here they are in Florida somewhere, and they are, they're mentioning how Rizzo grew up with us in the streets. When we had some problems, we'd go to Rizzo, and she'd help us out. And, well, OTM say they from the streets, but they got to know the streets, they belong to us. So we're still battling over the streets. The streets. And at Vengeance Day, it's a six-person mixed tag. It's OTM and Jada Parker taking on Tony D, Stax, and Rizzo. Yeah. 
Rizzo gets is that, that's the, the pre-show, right? I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, uh, but it's not for the titles. No, obviously, right there. Yeah. So, uh, well, we then go to Fallon Henley backstage. She's getting ready for her match when Brooks, sorry, Brooks Jensen comes in, and he goes, "Oh, Fallon, uh, hope you're doing all right. You're getting ready for your match." And or, or sorry, she just won her match, right? Earlier tonight. Fallon, yeah. Or no, she's wrestling later tonight. Fallon's going to wrestle Ariana. And Brooks brings up, hey, remember when we went to London and we were on top of the world and then we went out to those bars, those pubs after? And she goes, yeah, I do remember. That was great. And he's kind of like, oh, you know, after your match, maybe we could hang out or whatever. And she's like, she's busy now with Rin Sinclair, Rin Sinclair. And she kind of is like, oh, I'll see you later. I got my match. I got to worry about so poor Brooks is just feeling a bit lost. You know, uh, Josh Briggs has been doing all right. He's been elevating himself up the card. Be getting a little Fallon, mean. Fallon's been getting quite a few wins under her belt. Um, she beat Tiffany, you know, made her be a ranch hand and all that. But Brooks kind of, you know, he hasn't wrestled on TV. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's feeling a bit lost. He needs his friends. He needs some advice. Yeah. He's been looking to us. He's been liking our Poison Rana photos. Shout out Brooks Jensen, yes. Yeah. Um, so, poor Brooks. Uh, yeah, does this go down a spiral of, like, what happens to him? He needs to, like, focus on something. Are we going to get him trying to challenge, like, Obafemi in a few weeks? Be like, oh, I'll fight you and get destroyed? Or do we or see Or maybe him? he needs to, uh, you know, go on loan to TNA to find himself. Right? We could do that. We've been joking for a while that he should have been someone to go over to All Japan, Japan. with Dempsey because he would, he, I feel like he'd find some something there for sure. And yeah. Uh, I, I'd genuinely be curious if they, like, we saw it with Dempsey, like, whether they'd want to do some more excursions, basically, right. with their talent. You know, train them. Your, your guys who haven't done the indies or whatever, who you've trained completely in house. Maybe a little excursion thing would be a good idea. And I think under this like regime, it's more likely to be a thing. We've seen the crossover with, you know, All Japan. You saw Nakamura doing Noah. You've seen Jordan Grace in the Rumble. I don't know. I, something like that could be good. Seeing Brooks Jensen getting his Ribera jacket would bring a tear to my yeah. eye. Yeah. Can't wait to see what happens with him here. But so far, he's pretty sad and depressed here on NXT. Yeah. Because all his friends have left to go do separate things in separate ways. And I mean, they gave him music that sounds like separate ways now. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving him the song, they sounded like they made they got something that kind of sounds similar. He's looking good, all in black. You look, yeah. He was at Chase U's funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens with Brooks Jensen, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We go to Chase U. They're all happy backstage. They're celebrating. They're prematurely celebrating here. They don't even have the calendars on sale yet. But don't know if it'll save your university. But yeah. Uh, He then says, thank you, JC. You saved Chase U. You saved my life. When Lexus King walks in and he goes, hey, ladies, can I get a signed calendar for the king? So how about one of those spicy calendars signed for the king? And they say, they say no, and he steps up to Riley Osborne, and he says, why don't you get out of here, Riley? No one likes you, and walks off, and Thea goes, I like you. I mean, uh, I, I kind of like you, because she likes him. She likes him. Yeah, she likes him a lot. And uh, 
This is all interrupted by Joe Gacy and Dijak fighting through the backstage area. They're brawling and refs are trying to pull them apart as they're punching each other and fighting all around the place, fighting all around the world tonight, these two, as uh, they go to commercial break. So, yeah, we'll see more on Dijak and Gacy. Oh, yeah. After the break. They just keep fighting. Fighting everywhere. But yeah, uh, Chase, you, Lexus King, maybe he, he wants one of those calendars. Um, maybe he'll get one. Vengeance Day. Fallon Henley with Ren Sinclair taking on Ariana Grace. We have Grace coming out. I think we, we've seen Fallon get this new music. I think it works for her. It's kind of great. Yeah, I think both had kind of new. I felt Ariana, I, I know that's kind of a thing I said, yeah. but I thought Ariana's had changed. Grace's well. is funny. It's like the slow, like, you know, Pageant queen. Yeah, right? Kind of thing. But then, I gotta say, this was... (laughs) I haven't watched this back, and I don't know... I'm sure it'll be clipped online by the end... By the time you're listening to this. But someone please clip it, if not. During Ariana Grace's entrance, her music, again, like the pageantry, Miss Universe, all that kind of stuff. She she does the, like, queen... Queen's wave. The queen wave, right? And as she's doing this, she... it camera like cuts to these two guys in the crowd, which I assume we both assume it's like a father and son here. Yeah, father and like teenage son, older son. Yeah, watching this entrance and both in unison doing the Queen wave with Ariana Grace yeah, as it then funny. like cuts back to her. Oh my god, this was so funny. We'd I, be doing it too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, oh man, I'm just like, oh, these guys are having a good time. But it was just so hilarious. Definitely worth checking out. So F- Fallon versus. Grace here. Uh, we have Fallon trying to lace up and trying to get like physical when Grace is like acting all like, no, 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 and kind of twirls around a bit, like rolls around, goes into the corner and then like cowers away like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. Uh, eventually she she yells stop and then Fallon hits her with a series of like different arm drags and then this running kick to the face, kind of like the, the house call from, yeah, from Fallon. Very nice looking there. Uh, eventually they go to break when we come back we see uh, Grace hits a very nice-looking back suplex, almost like a Saito suplex there for a near fall. Uh, eventually, Fallon hits us running face buster, and then Jakara Jackson comes out and causes a distraction, allowing Lash Legend to hit a huge boot to Fallon and rolls her in, and it's Grace who picks up the win and is as shocked as we all are that she got the win. Her her facial expressions are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. Like her face when she won was just so funny. Um, and everyone was doing overacting faces here. Ren looked shocked that she didn't do anything to save. Yeah, Fallon looked shocked, and uh, Grace just looked ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, I think there is something with Ariana Grace. I yeah. think she's got like some wrestling down. And maybe not quite there yet, but the character work is coming. She also for sure. always like her character is always playing that she doesn't want to wrestle. Right. But I think she's shown glimpses of, you know, when she gets a little meaner in the ring ring, you mentioned that suplex. Like I think she's definitely she can do stuff, but I think a lot of it is character work. I like her a lot. I think I think she could be a big thing. Yeah. I love Fallon too. Yeah, Fallon is someone I see um like if you, 
uh, say you do flip the title onto Lola Vice, I see Fallon maybe chasing her for it. Right. I, I think she deserves a title run down the line. And she's, for sure. she's having a big present. She seems to be having a match like every week at the moment. She's good. She's, and even though she lost here, she was screwed. She's like having a feud with Metaphor now. Yeah. I'd say she's leagues ahead of a lot of talent so. in, in NXT, possibly main roster as well. Mm. And now she's got her own theme song. So yeah. I like the, the ranch hand farmer top shelf character. I think it could go, it could really work. We get a video of OTM out the mud. They're outside somewhere, so they're not quite out. Well, I guess they're outside the mud. Outside. They're, they're on like those shitty, like plastic, uh, like patio chairs, though, aren't they? I, I'll give them credit. Outside they're trying like the to, shed. yeah, they're trying to like what? Hang, they're hanging out like in the hood is yeah. what they're trying to like showcase here, and they're all in those like. Really bad looking chairs, and you I assume mean, they're, they're, they work at a beautiful state of the art performance center, but they choose to sit on these shitty shit chairs outside this shitty shed. Like it reminds me of like like everyone would be outside smoking, and yeah, this is where, like exactly. the back shitty patio that yeah. you're smoking on. But obviously, they don't want to show them smoking, so they don't they don't. So they're just sitting there on this bad patio furniture behind like a shed or something. Uh, so they're talking, and they say. Uh, they're outside and they look different and we talk different and we act different, but everyone knows that we, that we are, are going to take over and we finally made it out the mud and we may have caused some distractions and we want those tag titles from Tony and Stax and we got to get through this first. As Jada says that, uh, we don't play no games and that she's going to take out Rizzo and if they, they want to play games with us, we're going to play ours. As they all kind of laugh, but, <laughs> but you could not understand a single it's word. Bronco, I can't understand a fucking word he says. Right? Yeah. Uh, is that because he's got the things in his mouth? The grill doesn't help. But, yeah. You know, I could be wrong, but I think he was also like mixing in Spanish in one or two of the the things he was saying on in this thing. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we see the streets are coming to a head. Fuck! I just realized I haven't done my Duolingo today. Oh, no. Yeah, talking about Spanish. How do you say, oh, no, in Spanish? <laughs> Fuck, you see, I haven't done it. I don't know. <laughs> Ay, caramba. Something like that. We go to our next match. It is the, the what, the, sorry, the metaphor come out. And as they're making their, their great Powerpuff Girls entrance that I love so much, Vic Joseph, we we got to go to the back. Something's happening. And oh boy, something in fact was happening. It's technically the parking lot. It's outside of the, the performance center here. As it cuts to Dijak and Joe Gacy fighting on top of the roof, on top of a truck. I was getting flashbacks to the pandemic Gar- Gargano and Champa just everything like yeah. like Edge and Orton you had Street Profits Viking Raiders everyone just fought on top of trucks yeah it was everyone was fighting on trucks for a while and here these two are standing really high up there and we have the referees and, and personnel like screaming like get down stop it as the cameras cut to these two fighting on top here as they're going back and forth and eventually it's Dijak who sends Joe Gacy flying off this thing into a dumpster. Into trash, yeah. It's basically like the ending of Ninja Turtles when they send Shredder into the giant dumpster here. Essentially killing Joe Gacy. And then they just go... And then they go... We gotta go to break. This guy just... (laughs) This guy just gets thrown off a roof 
A guy, let me rewind here for those keeping score. A guy whose gimmick three, four, five weeks ago was like, hey, should I jump off this roof? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's getting thrown off a roof. Oh, my God. Like, they come back from commercial and they're like, anyways, we got this match. It's like, no, this guy fucking died. It's not till like 10 minutes later that they're like, oh. Did you, did you see that earlier? This guy got thrown off the fucking they roof. Did, they did. They came back and Vic and Booker were doing their serious. Oh, I, oh, I don't know what we saw then. Oh, Fucking Joe Gacy got thrown off a roof. So uh, metaphor, I guess they're still in the ring, but we cut to Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin who are getting ready for their match this Sunday. Braun wearing his dad's Beware of Dog mm-hmm. leather jacket. Looks fire. Baron comes in and he's like, ah, oh, I saw, I saw what you were very impressive in that rumble, Braun. That spirit of Finn, see ya, Jimmy Uso, see ya, Omas. Yeah, and Braun catches that Corbin mentioned the word wolf dogs. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you're calling us the wolf dogs, huh? Thought you didn't like that. It was name. like a replay of the other week. He was like, sorry, what did you say? No, 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 before that. No, yeah. no, no, The wolf dogs, huh? Oh, okay. And they say that they're going to win the cup this Sunday, and then after that, they'll become tag team champions. And Corbin says, yeah, I haven't won gold in a long time, so that sounds good to me. Love this team. Yeah. I I am really loving this team. It's really funny. But for me, Braun Breaker's finally capturing the the Kurt angle of, like, being really good in ring and also being very funny. The comedy, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's finally someone they've been trying to get, like – who's good on both sides of that coin. And damn, every time he's doing stuff with, with this team, I'm like really finding it funny. So yeah, love it. Can't wait to see that. Um, and they still don't remind us that Joe Gacy is, is died. It's not until after this match. No, possibly. Uh, not important. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tell us. We go to the heritage cup match. The champion, Noam Dar putting his cup, on the line against Von Wagner with Mr. Stone. This is a Heritage Cup rules, meaning there's six rounds. Six rounds, three minutes. Two out of three falls. We start off with round one. And, I mean, this was the cherry on top. Watching this with Mr. Stone in his corner, I scream at the TV, Come on, Von, do it for your kids. As they then cut to his kids... Who are there? Robert Stone's Stone's kids. kids. Yeah, sorry. Do it for ponytails. Robert Stone's kids with the long hair in the suits, front row here at NXT. Hilarious. So Vaughn's in control. He's getting uh, vicious with Noam after he gets slapped. So he's just throwing him around here. He does some crazy ragdolling to Noam Dar, just throwing him. Eventually, uh, the bell sounds and no one got a point here as they go to their corners. When they go back for round two, there's a distraction with a metaphor allowing... So round one, like, Vaughn had him, but was, like, continuing to beat down. And it wasn't clear whether he wasn't, like, sure on the rules or was... Because you can finish it by just straight knockout. Right. Because he like untaped his fists and was like kept punching. So it was maybe going for the knockout. So as they get separated and then like the second one starts with a distraction here, it's Noam hitting the Nova Roller, getting the one, two, three right away. So he does pick up a point going up against Vaughn here. As round three starts off, we go to commercial. But when we come back, there's 
There's Noam who's in control and he's got a knee bar on Vaughn here as he's thinking about tapping up, but the time is out. So we go to round four where now Vaughn is back in control. He's throwing him around again. Dart tries to hit his Superman punches, which are pretty sweet, yeah. I, I'd say. Uh, there's then a huge boot by Vaughn that stops Noam mid-air here. And then Dart counters Vaughn with this beautiful-looking jackknife-pinning combo. And, I mean, this was tight. This dude was not getting no, out of this great. one. One, two, three. It is over. My dreams are crushed. So are Mr. Stone's kids because Noam Dar has successfully defended the Heritage Cup against Vaughn Wagner after the match. Vaughn is so upset. He attacks Noam Dar. And Aura Mensa tries to get involved, and we haven't seen this in a while, but Vaughn unleashing the you're going to get tabled because he sends Aura Mensa through this announced table. Poor Vic Joseph's candy goes everywhere uh. yet again. But, yeah, he didn't win the cup, but we got to see Aura Mensa get powerbombed. I was kind of surprised because there were no real shen- – like, Oro got involved slightly, but it was pretty clean. Yeah. Like, boat – like – Especially the last fall. The last fall, yeah. It was very clean, which was surprising because I thought they might, you know, screw with him a bit to extend this. But, yeah, Vaughn just losing to Noam Dar 2-0. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird. I was expecting him to win because I think we could get Dar on to, like, some other things here. But, yeah, I guess they're saving it for someone else, possibly down the line. But it gives Dar something to do as well. Like, he is a very funny character and the metaphor is definitely working but i i think he's a good wrestler as well he's got some pretty good moves he's very technical mm. noam dar knee bars and enziguri superman punches he's pretty cool we go to ava rain who's yelling at Dijak. here we go finally an update it only took like 10 plus minutes <laughs> we get an update as she's yelling at Dijak. she goes what do you want me to do Dijak? you want me to suspend you you can't go around throwing people off roofs like that what's going on with you and Dijak says, I want Joe Gacy this Sunday. I want him in a no DQ match. And he says, she says, what, what He's you, dead. Yeah, <laughs> you killed him. What are you talking about? I know you're not wrestling him. You murdered him. You threw him off the roof. He's dead. And as they're talking, Joe Gacy kind of crawls out of the dumpster in frame. And he goes, no DQ? Sounds like fun. I'm in as he goes back into the dumpster. And this, he's all covered in garbage and stuff. So, yeah, it's official. This match is happening. No DQ. Is it the Sunday or next week? I forget. No, th- this is on the pay-per-view. Yeah, okay. Um, it, it feels a bit more of a TV match than a, a PLE match, but they could have some fun with it. Like, Dijak has been good in these, like, no DQ matches. He's, he seems to push it a little bit beyond the just general WWE plunder. Uh, so maybe this would be good. And like Gacy's not not bad. I, I was just surprised here. This is actually on the pay per view. Yeah, uh, I, I imagine this is not the pre show match. I'd say the family might be the the family meaning OTM versus the family might be. It, it seemed like this is on the actual card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dijak, Joe Gacy, no DQ. Uh, yeah, the, it was silly, but having a guy get thrown off. By God, he's broken in half, as someone in the chat there says. So this match is happening. I think it could be surprisingly good. I hope so, because this was pretty silly. All the vignettes from tonight, these yeah. promo things, pretty silly, but the guy's okay. He's, he's fine. He's, I mean, that's been the whole thing. Like, he went through the wall last week, and he still comes back. Right. What's his gimmick? Like, he's mankind? Yeah. 
right? Kind of, like, yeah. Just, uh, I like to get beat up and fight and everything. So we'll see. I, I'm not mad at that match being added as much as Joe Gacy's silliness. But uh, yeah, he's not dead in case anyone's worried about that. We go to our final moment of the night. It is the, the face-to-face Ilya Dragunov, the NXT champion, will be putting his title on the line against Trick. And, well, they're face-to-face here. Whoop that trick. I loved how Whoop that trick got over on SmackDown right away. People knew it and got into it and everything. Uh, Ilya has a microphone here with Trick. He says, I've been waiting to face you, Trick, and I know this Sunday me and you will whoop that trick and goes to, like, fist bump him and shake his hand. And Trick puts his hand down. He's doing the – to me, this was the Michael Jackson meme. I think he was trying to do... You ever seen that where someone pulls out a gun and Michael Jackson just like right, pushes yeah, the yeah. gun down here? And he goes, hey, I know you've been playing me, Ilya, and don't make me uh, don't make me get out of these lemon pepper steppers, referring to his shoes. He says, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I know you're, you're messing with me. Ilya says, look, I was hurt and I, I used this place, NXT, to take it to the next level. I took the crowd to the next level. I pushed you to the next level. I had to do everything I could to make NXT to the next level. And I did that. But unfortunately, it it cost me. It hurt me. So I had to heal up. And I know that you would want me at my best. And that's why I challenged you for this match. And Trick says, yeah, but you did it knowing I had this other match. And Ilya's like, no, you didn't have to accept the match. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, he also... I'm pretty sure asked to do the match before the Dusty Classic. Even. It's not like he knew. Yeah, yeah. storyline-wise, he didn't necessarily know that Trick was going to be doing this. But yeah, uh, he then says that like I I know that you might not trust me, but like don't you see? Everyone can see that you maybe don't put your trust in the right people, and everyone can also see that our rivalry Trick made you more of a man than Mello ever did. Ooh, and he goes, I don't want to bring up Trick, but you know. Sorry, I don't want to bring up Mello, but, you know, you will write your own history this Sunday. Unfortunately, it's not going to be the story you want. And may the best man win, partner, says Trick, as they shake hands. And as they're shaking hands, Ilya pulls him in and hugs him, which kind of pisses off Trick. It's very similar to what he did to Baron Corbin. Yeah, he said, I was playing, I've played mind games before, but with Baron, not with you. Yeah, I'm not doing that And then he does the same hug thing. And as they're hugging, Braun Breaker comes out from behind with Baron Corbin and attacks them. And this is when Mello runs in for the save and they send the the a-holes, the wolf dogs pack in here at, to retreat. And it kind of ends with Trick and Ilya looking at each other, shaking each other's hand as Mello is just like in the corner, like staring at mm. them as NXT goes off the air. But yeah, what do you think of the face-to-face? It was it was good. I think I think both are pretty uh, interesting talkers in a, in completely different ways, and it it somehow works these two. And I think the the callbacks to you know their first match. I think the match in October really uh, started to help elevate Trick. And now the idea is he's more of a complete performer and things. I would have liked maybe a uh, a prime target kind of thing between these two as well i think showing you know showing both their history showing trick in the pc like he's only been there what two years now crazy everything's probably on camera i'd i've kind of liked something like that as well uh to build for this but um 
you've definitely they're doing a good job of having like is Mello looking out for Trick or is he just like planting little seeds of doubt in his head with Ilya and that kind of thing so yeah I quite enjoyed it and then tied it all up with the Braun and uh, Baron match I mean they're probably the two matches I'm looking forward to the most of both the the tag dusty tag finals and this main event yeah yeah imagine they bookend the show i would think yeah i would i would say that's the main event obviously with the nxt title and again we've been saying for weeks it's got to be something happens at the end and it's mellow finally taking trick out like Mm. it's got to end that way with mellow getting the heat with trick i don't know if trick necessarily wins the title i don't think trick and mellow need the title to go forward for their stand and deliver match but the question is if not who is lined up for Ilya for stand and deliver rainmaker yeah apart from okada <laughs> i don't know if it's not okada i don't know <laughs> but that like i don't think i don't think okada really needs the title because right. i don't think like i i right, see right. that more of a nakamura Sami right, Zayn right. match where it's just some Doesn't big need a title, exhibition yeah. if they do it yeah so, who else do we have here in, in nxt really like bronze on his way up he's the only real yeah like wesley is injured unless you bring someone back down so right that's what they did they did with ziggler before yeah i don't show but for stand and deliver i think you'd want because last year was mellow and bron wasn't it? right right i feel it would be mellow and trick for the title okay yeah all right so trick wins and then turns on him Sami Zayn, kevin owens moment here it's they'll lose the tag I think okay. to the wolf dogs. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then trick wins the title and then you can have the post credits and then the celebrating attack. with him and then, Oh, fucking hate you. Right. Beat him up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Book it. Ilya like shakes it. his hand. Yeah. Well done. You, you beat me kid. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Either way, Melo's turning on trick. Watch your back trick. Either way. Uh, I think that'll, that'll be some good stuff. Cause we've been waiting for this turn for quite a it's while. It's time. Especially yeah. like now, this is the time you're going to be building to stand and deliver. Yeah. You can have Mello avoiding Trick. You can have Mello on SmackDown avoiding Trick. Like, right. much, you know, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, uh, a decent episode of NXT. They got some stories over for this Sunday night. I think the the two main matches, like you said, definitely have my interest. As much as NXT can always have like, hey, this was a good match this week or outstanding matches here and there. I think they have found a stride in like the storyline of Trick is becoming kind of people, having a lot of people in his corner now and and, and lots of fans and stuff. Even in this promo, Ilya did say like, you've become one of the biggest WWE stars right now. And And I don't think putting the title on, like the world title on the main roster is a different thing. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea putting the NXT title on someone who's not quite ready yet. Like they've done it before. They did it with Bron. Yeah. And like Bron improved in that title reign. I think his character is hot enough and the pop would be big enough. Like, cause he's so popular right now that I just go with it. Yeah. Uh, We can give predictions and run down the card in in a, in a little bit, but any kind of final thoughts on, on this week's? Cause I kind of said like, not necessarily a match that was go home. Maybe the opening LWO trick and mellow match. That was, that was pretty fire, I guess. But uh, everything else kind of, some stuff that's like they have a lot of TV time to fill and they obviously want to continue stories for next week and stuff. Yeah. But there was a lot of like B players that won't necessarily be featured on this week's this weekend's pay-per-view. You yeah. Know, I thought I thought it did a fine job. I think the 
the main matches are in in good nick for the yeah uh, for the show, and you often find that like you're not going to get that wrestling heavy yeah um, go home show usually. So I was kind of in the middle on this one, but I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh, to Vengeance Day. We have some feedback. Search Poison Rana in in your Facebook app if you use Facebook, and we have a Facebook page. Search Poison Rana, and we have a Facebook group. We post feedback threads like these ones here. I'll go to the first one by Sean, who writes in, Very entertaining episode tonight that did a great job setting the stage for Vengeance Day. The opening tag match was a banger, and this has been one of the best Dusty Classics in a while. Wolf Dogs versus Trick and Mellow Gang is going to burn the house down Sunday. He says Saturday, but you can see why wrestlers also confuse it all the time. Walter doesn't know, does he? Also, who knew the, the... The secret to unlocking Corbin's potential would be pairing him with Braun, right? Women's division delivered big tonight. Fallon has really stepped up and looks to be bringing Ren along with her. Ariana was entertaining as always. The title match, Lyra versus Roxanne, is going to be great. But I can't help but to think that Tatum Paxley has become the best part of this story. Gacy's whole I'm just crazy now gimmick is really growing on me. And I look forward to him and Dijak trying to hospitalize each other. Obafemi looked like a total beast tonight, and I can't wait to see a longer match between him and Dragon Lee. And a face-off between Dragon Lee and Trick tonight to close the show was awesome. I was surprised by how much Dragonoff carried that segment on the mic, give Trick's legit gift of gab. And the last shot of Mello on the outside looking in, chills. I can't wait for Sunday to get here. And we go to Magan, who says, LWO versus Trick Mello was very good. Lola sent Electra out of the territory. Tatum stirred the pot between Roxanne and Lyra. Noam Dar continued to hold that Heritage Cup hostage. Uh, Magan doesn't like long title reigns. Right. Uh, lastly, the closing segment was effective in Ilya and Trick laying all their cards on the table. The truth better come out one way or another on Sunday. I want to give Whacking Wild his flowers. He's been doing some of his best work lately. I hope he and Cruz carry that momentum back to SmackDown. They can be a threat instead of being cannon fodder for the lwo agreed the chase you memorial service started somber and then when i heard tell me a lie my ears perked up i had my suspicions about jc jane from the jump but she proved that she does have a heart after all with her chase you calendar it was a feel-good moment they really are one of the biggest success stories to come out of the 2.0 era solid go home i saw jay malachi in the chase you section keep an eye on him Okay. All right. All right. We'll see what happens this Sunday. Let's go through the card and we kind of give our predictions, but let's go to Obafemi versus Dragon Lee for the North American title. Obafemi. I think so too. Uh, Dragon Lee might be kind of done here with NXT with all the stuff he's got going on, but should be a fun match. We have the family and <laughs> Tony Stacks and Rizzo taking on OTM, Lucian, Bronco, and Jada. Go for the fam. The family here get rid of the, out the get them back in the mud. Get them in the mud. Yeah, exactly. Joe Gacy versus Dijak in a no DQ match. Do we see them fall off something? Jump off something? Um, I'll go Dijak. I think. I think Dijak and then Gacy kind of does. Gacy this. still comes back. Yeah, up. he yeah. still like does the smiley kind of thing. I would imagine, but I'm gonna go with Gacy. All right. I want to see some crazy hardcore stuff. Uh, we go we, Lyra Valkyria putting her title on the line against Roxanne Perez. I'll go for a Lyra win. Lola Cashin. Yeah, I, I definitely was was thinking that could be a swerve of something to do here, but uh, I'm gonna go with Lyra. 
retaining mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker, the Wolf Dogs, taking on Trick Mellow Gang. Dusty uh, Classic. Baron and Braun. The Wolf A-Holes, yeah. the Wolf Dogs. Let's go. They don't have Wolf Dog shirts yet. They better on Sunday. They will on Sunday. That and the calendar. The calendar? They should sell the Wolf Dog heads. Yeah. Like the head thing that he wore. That'd be great. And then Ilya versus Trick, which I think we said. I'm think, going with Trick. I think Trick Daddy. Trick, Trick. Yeah, Trick Daddy taking it home and then Mello turning on him. It could be a bittersweet night for, mm-hmm. for Trick Williams on Sunday. But there you go. Vengeance Day this Sunday. We will be going live here right after the show ends on the post-wrestling feed. I know it starts at 8, so I'm imagining it goes to like 10.30-ish. So we'll be on shortly after there here on the post-feed. And if you miss us live, the podcast will be uh, found early Monday morning wherever you find your podcast. So uh, look for that on this Sunday. Come hang out with us in the YouTube chat. We're, we'll, uh, we'll be chatting about some Vengeance Day, mm-hmm. some Valentine's Day early on here. So thanks for listening, everybody here in the chat. We'll be back uh, on Sunday, like we said. Uh, Patreon.com slash PoisonRana. Only five bucks to become a friend. Help support your boys. Support the BDE. We appreciate you. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PoisonRanaPod. You can follow myself, Braden Harrington. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And someone send us that Chase You calendar. Ahoy! Oh,